We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Good morning. 5.51. Scott Spazano, Sandy Waters. Oh, wait, you're over on this this slider today. Hi, how are you? Good morning. Hello, hello. Happy Friday. It's Yay. here. Friday, Friday, Friday. And like we were talking about a few minutes ago, it's going to be warm and like weird and breezy and sunny. Sunny's good. Breezy's fine. But 52, 53 degrees. Hey, I'm fine with that. I think we all are. You are the only person that's bummed good. by I'm it. I'm not good with it because it means it's one less day of a white Christmas. No, it did. It, does it make sense? What do you mean one less day of a white Christmas? We got days till Christmas. Are you talking about but the feel of the month? The feel of the month and oh, also okay. the the, okay. the actual climate adjustments in order to keep snow on the ground. Oh, come on. We live in Rochester. It could be like a winter storm and then all of a sudden completely different. Well, that's it. If the ground Minutes is colder, later. if the ground is colder before Christmas, then the snow mm. will stay. So if we get a tiny little bit of it, at least there'll be some there. But on okay, a 50-degree so, day, then it means that it's one day less that it's going to stick you know around. What I, I don't know. Think about, though. If mm. you are an organizer or in some way affiliated with the holiday events that are happening in Rochester, mm. does this really bum you out? Like, does it hurt business? Are people still showing up just because, the, it, I mean, you can't drag your feet on showing up. No. Everything shuts down at the end of the month. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is it... I, I just wonder, does it hurt business? Because then I'll feel less excited about the 52 Well, degrees. I would think that if, if I had a holiday display out and, you know, people are paying to come to it, then the snow helps. Or, well, you know, it the, helps, but does it stop you from going? A Rock Holiday Village, for instance. So there's a scenario where it might even be a little better if it's warmer. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's better. That's well, the reason why I went. Yeah, for you is not Last with weekend. zero body fat. <laughs> <laughs> Last weekend I went. Well, I didn't. I didn't get in on the igloo things. Which, yeah. by the way, Those how cool. funny is this? And I don't know if this has happened to any of you. So we went to Rock Holiday Village. It was last weekend, so it was really nice. Mm. We were just, I mean, it was awesome, fantastic. And, you know, the igloos were up, and I'm like, oh, God. Those people now feel like, okay, I spent this money on this igloo. It's, it is still kind of cool, but, you know, the point of the igloo is to be sheltered from the cold, which it wasn't cold. But it's so, also like a... a, a, a it's cool. It's, it's a, cool. a status kind of thing, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So then I'm scrolling through Facebook, whatever, whatever, and I see that a group of our neighbors went... Ah. I'm like, wait. They didn't invite you. Well, I guess we're not that close of friends with them. I'm or like, they wow, they, honey. They like cold. I'm <laughs> like, honey, look. We were totally not invited. We're not in that clique. We're the, <laughs> you know how you have circles of friends? Yeah. I'm like, what's up? We thought we were in this circle, but nope, I guess we're in this circle. In the other circle. 
<laughs> you know, you get a bunch of people together and you all kick in 50 bucks, you know, he's, yeah. you know, and it's, I don't know, it seems to be worth it to me. I, I, yeah, um, we went last year, it was a great time, so that won't, won't be dissuaded by the warmer weather, Okay, I, so I'm trying to think of what a cold, wintry scene, uh, if, a, it, if it's a lack of that, if it would... Well, so it's, it, when we went, we couldn't go ice skating, though, because it was a little pond yeah. at... Yeah. At the ice rink. Right. Um, you go fishing. And that stuff. is kind of a bummer because, you know, as we're pulling out two of the garage, because you park at the Strong National Museum of Play, the parking garage yeah, there. Mm-hmm. And as you, as we were pulling out, we saw this family pull in, get out of their minivan, and the little girl's in the back getting her ice skates out and putting them into the bag with her mom was helping her, and they had the biggest smiles on their face. And... My husband so quickly stops the car and shouts out the window, Hey, ice rink's closed. And I'm like, ah. oh my God, you just crushed her, their dreams right there. Like, well, you know. Because, well, I wanted to tell him because lugging all lugging that. Lugging all that stuff, yeah. I go, I don't, but could you have like pulled the mother aside and like say, come here? And he goes, oh, yeah, a, a strange man going, come here. Yeah, <laughs> it would be true, creepy. True, true. I go, well, that's true. But the look on the poor little girl's face was like, <laughs> my husband totally devastated it's her. Gonna be, it's going to be there in the car or there when she walks up to the puddle, you know? I, well, that's true. So. That's true. So I don't know if it's going to, like, how is it today? I don't know. 52. It's it's 43 now. Is it um, still a pond out there? Oh, I'm, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's 43, uh, so it didn't freeze overnight. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. so, and it takes, you know, I'm sure it takes more than a day to freeze it off. Sure. Especially in the, in the elements. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, there's something about the contrast between the heat and the snow when you're out sitting around a fire and it's snowy out or like you know the the hot tub in the winter kind of thing. Uh, yeah know, i don't understand that but oh sure. it's it's amazing yeah it's like you think me. you're like a, you're some kind of god <laughs> from ancient greece because you can sit out and it's snowy out and you're warm it's never it, once done that never well, try it. it it's kind of cool never experienced it you know, you're too scared you gotta try it though you well, really to get do. to that hot tub or whatever you gotta get out in the cold and i'm not willing to do that you go out in your robe, you stand next to the hot tub, you jump in, you get hot, you get out. And then you're like, ah! No, 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 no. Then you're hot. Then you're hot. So you can literally lay in a snowbank. You're like, oh my God, this is awesome. Because oh, you stay warm. Your body stays warm. Okay. So we've got an outdoor fire pit, and I'm looking forward to snow all around it. And then when the fire pit's on and the little umbrella, the heater that we have, like they have yeah. the bars, we got one of those. Will you be out there when, by yourself or when is that your is, wife? No, my wife comes out when it's on. Oh, yeah, right. You liar. We remember that story you told. What gift did you give her? Or what did you say? Oh, God. What was the scenario? Someone help me. You had it all romantic. Oh, it was Valentine's Day. You had it all romantically set up, and you were going to sit by the fire, and your wife would, would love it. It would be so romantic with the snow around she mm-hmm. comes home and she's like i'm not going out there yeah, well, remember she, that whole story i do remember it but she has <laughs> in the past you just got to get her at the right moment you know it is mm. so hey officially today mostly sunny still breezy 51 saturday more clouds than sun though still mild and close to 50 again so there you go Lots coming up this morning on The Buzz. We're going to, we, we, uh, well, Jill Schlesinger from CBS News is coming up. She's the certified financial planner for the stars. Ken Bills Mafia. We got tri- Bills Trivia coming up. Huge Cowboys game this Sunday. Probably the mm-hmm. game of the week. No, it is the game of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a do or die? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Like last week. 
I think if they get in this week, then they have the chance to get in the wild card, which gives them another game. Okay. <sighs> Good morning, Spaziano and Sandy. Yeah, how you doing? It's uh, 6.07 here on 98.9 The Buzz. And uh, so here we are. Uh, a week from Monday is Christmas, and it's all on our minds. This is what we're doing. We're all consumed. We're running around. Everybody's crazy. But I thought I saw, I, I saw Sandy, the coolest thing, which I totally agree with. I'm not sure if you do. Is Christmas more exciting to you now as an adult than it was when you were a kid? Uh, gift giving. No, gift giving, no. It's a, the, the, the gift giving part is the stressful part for me. Um, I don't, I, I guess it's a different level of excitement, isn't it? Like, I get excited seeing little, like, I want to borrow a kid. Yeah. During because my kids are older, I mean they're excited, but they're older. I, you got to have a little mooch in your life because they're just the wide-eyed excitement is just incredible. Don't they turn into littler kids, or at least you view them through a filter of you remember when they were little and they just that that same excitement is there Christmas morning, that same little magic. Or no? Or are they just like nah? Well, no, it's just different. Like I don't know. Why do you ask? Because you are more excited oh, I'm now? So, well, I'm so excited now, yeah. I, and every year, I, I don't think it's ever waned since my childhood. Christmas oh. has always been so awesome. Whether How, I'm a parent though? or a kid, whether I'm giving, getting gifts as a kid, or getting gifts as an adult. I, it's just okay. the best. So there was a time where, there was a period of time where your boys moved up out, out of the house. You didn't have Ellie yet. It was just you and your wife. Yeah. During that time, you were just as excited oh as you were God. when you were a kid? No Absolutely. Way. Wow. Absolutely. Because I had this f- single focus in my life, and it was just the best. Single focus meaning? Of my, my wife, Jill. And it was just a, a, it was one of those magical jazz, oh. jazzy like this song here, you know, like kind of like Christmas mornings. And it was just, oh, it was so great. Just you, we took oh, our time to open gifts. We had conversations more than we ever had. Oh gosh, eight one eight two eight nine nine. Because I've never experienced, I've never felt that where it's just my husband and me. He will. I mean, a when we years. were dating, but we were living together when we were dating. So I've never experienced that. And you say that is just as good, if not better, than when little moochies are around. Seventy-seven percent. Yeah, seventy-seven percent of parents say that the holiday season is just really? as magical now as it was when they were kids, and almost half of them think. Parents say that gift giving is even more exciting now than when okay. they were kids. Well, when they're little moochies. Oh, I loved that. Going into the, I mean, it was Toys R Us back in the day, but I would walk into a Toys R Us and my husband and I would have a, a blast just <laughs> just going crazy shopping for the kids. That yeah. was the absolute best. But I don't know if it was just my husband and me and a lot of people uh, who are listening right uh. now, a lot of you are listening right now, and this is your world mm. where it's just you two in the house. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would put up a tree to be honest. No, with you. see, that's what I don't get. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Because I do it for the kids. No, you do it for yourself and the kids. Um, you, who told you? Who told you that you need to like break it, break the Grinch stick, and and become that when there's no kids around? Listen, I'm in love mm. with this holiday. I love yeah. it so much. I decorate before. I had the tree before Thanksgiving. Like, I know. Right? I am all about this holiday. That thing's still but, alive. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but. I don't know if I would go through the hassle. I do it for the, ex- yeah, the, the kids. Mm, I do mm. it for, 
Like my mom only puts <laughs> up a tree because the grandkids. Maybe that's it. Maybe it trickles up, you know, from her. But like, I don't know. I just my mom always celebrated Christmas in a big way too, and we were just always like, every, it doesn't matter if I was seven or. 17 or 27 it was always the same magic and i think it's continued at least in my world i I don't know but i think everybody should take a moment and say listen you know if you celebrate christmas that is um that you know now's the time to embrace that spirit that magic that that something of course yes it's a religious holiday officially but when it comes to all the other stuff around it and all the vibes you know don't don't Limit oh, he's yourself. Getting, he's getting all sappy. I this. am. He's getting all sappy. I what am. happened? What's um, going on? It's cold medicine. <laughs> hey, 99 to Buzz with James Buffalo's own in Spazano and Sandy, Rochester's own for the last 37,011 billion years. Yes, Here if that was are. a number. Yes, right. it is. Uh, if there was a number that we could really achieve. Uh, so well, it this feels is just, like it. Yeah. Oh, what does that mean? Nothing. Time's supposed to fly when you have fun. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, this is a story you're going to hear about. You're going to hear about it in our news uh, cast that we do throughout the morning. You're going to hear neighbors talking about it, coworkers talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a crime he's committed the same crime a dozen times. A dozen? S- a dozen times. Jeez. Still free to walk the streets. And again, he's been recently arrested. <laughs> and now we scratch our heads and wonder, what the heck is happening? <laughs> 54-year-old Paul Goodrell, a registered level three sex offender, has been arrested dozens of times for the incident of indecent exposure. He's accused of exposing himself to a seven-year-old boy inside a grocery store in Canandaigua on Friday. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> really? Then he went back to the grocery store in Canandaigua the day after, Uh the next day. Uh And that's when he was like, it did it again. So that's when it's caught on surveillance video. Like it says alleged, but it's caught on surveillance video. Right, yeah. So he has a history of breaking into schools specifically to expose himself to children, including Newark Middle School in 2006. This goes back to 2006. What the hell? School in Auburn in 2010. Uh huh. In 2017, and this is just, you know, a few of the cases, he stalked two, two uh, 11 year old kids through uh-huh. a store in Victor. Okay. Repeatedly exposing himself Jeez. as they tried to get away. And they're like, this creepy old man is doing some weird stuff. And his mugshot, this Paul Dude's mugshot, it's like he looks. You know, sometimes mugshots, you can sense there's like a creep vibe to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, this guy, if you saw him on the street, you wouldn't think anything. He looks like a gym teacher. <laughs> <laughs> he, re- he looks like a soccer ref. He looks like just a regular guy. He's smiling in his, he's got this little grin, probably because he's creep. It's a creep grin. But yeah. it's. That's crazy, man. To be able insane. to do. Insane. I mean, a repeat. First of all, he's, you said he's a level three registered sex offender. And he's still allowed to go out yep. and, and carouse and yep. barn door it to everybody? Yep. And local police are like, well, the New York State Parole Board said he was okay to go back into society. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, obviously there's no person that is stable that does this, right? There's what? definitely some psychological problem. There's got not, to be. It, this is not a, a the college prank dare thing, right? This isn't like, hey, I dare you to, you know, like that kind of got gum on my pants. This is not that. This so, is something that's beyond... You know. Right, and we all realize that. So, I, and I, we don't know. I don't know the system. And if somebody does know, educate us. Does he automatically, when you are charged with a crime like this, do you automatically get like a psychology, a psychiatrist, or somebody yeah, right. Some kind <laughs> in that of profession? Exam. Yeah. Because it, right, he must be. What makes you think, as a grown man? That a seven-year-old will be impressed there is by no, what you no, have. No, there, there is nothing. There is nothing there. And you would think, as condition of parole, you'd have to complete check-ins and also therapy, right? Some kind of therapy which kind of like unravels what's going on, you know, whether it's past abuse or just something's not right, or you know what I'm saying. There's got to be if, something there. You know, I was thinking that too. I was thinking, and I don't know, but. You, when you see a crime like this, you kind of try to formulate a picture in your mind of who this person is. And I was thinking that same thing. In his childhood, something massive happened. Maybe. Like something traumatic happened for him to think this is okay. Maybe. And be okay with the fact that he has like over a dozen mugshots for this. <laughs> Chasing well, little kids around. That's just weird. Yeah, it's weird and it's wrong, and hopefully this will be the end of it. You know what My I'm daughter, uh, <clears throat> we, we were in Disney. The very first time we took the kids to Disney, uh -huh. she accidentally saw, like, uh, it, it was, um, gosh, where were we staying? Caribbean Beach? I can't remember wh where we were staying, but one some of the guy. On, one of the on-site Disney properties? Yeah, the yeah. ones where it's, like, outdoor. Like, you're, you you walk out your room and you're outside. Uh -huh. One of those kind of, okay. So, we were walking to our uh, hotel room, and there was a man who was changing in his hotel room, but he had all the curtains open. Now, he must have not realized that you could see right in. Oh. So, we're walking right past. I didn't realize, like, I didn't notice it. My daughter, like, all of a sudden, her... Just like her attitude, like not attitude, but just her vibe changed. And I'm like, what's wrong? She was like a little seven-year-old mooch. Uh -huh. She was like, um, <laughs> um, I just saw, like she, she like said, she confessed that she saw this naked man, old man in the room. And it traumatized her to this day. Uh -huh. It still brings up how she felt so traumatized. To see a naked guy <laughs> that she never knew. Yes. She was like totally just shocked uh there I'm was sorry, a kid. there was a song i'll play it for you 1974 Hello everyone. this is your action news reporter with all the news that is news across the nation on the scene at the supermarket there <laughs> seems to have been some disturbance here pardon me sir did you see what happened yeah i did i was standing over by the tomatoes and here he come running through the pole beans through the fruits and vegetables naked as a jaybird <gasps> what? I hollered over Ethel. i said don't look, Ethel. And it's too late. She'd already been in the scene. Here Boogie day, boogie day. Boogie day, boogie day. And he ain't wearing no clothes. Oh, yes, my God. in the street. Boogie day, boogie day. Fastest <laughs> thing on two feet. You guys in the 70s boogie were day, weird. Just as proud as he can be. His anatomy. He gonna give us a peek. Yeah. Oh, yes, they call him the street. Okay. I got to tell you something. This song was the Country Music Association Award for Song of the Year nominee. 
and the Country Music Association Award for Single of the Year. Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? <laughs> that is... A- <laughs> you know, streaking was a big thing in the mid-70s. That's why he made a song about it. They would say, any public event, you'd see a streaker, football game, soccer game, whatever, boom. Or, you know, anywhere there's, like, public, someone would, like, drop trow and run and try not to get caught. It was, like, a thing. Oh, Do you God. recall that? You're just a kid. No, uh, well, um, I mean, I know of streaking, but I didn't know yeah. it was a thing. I didn't never heard that song It was before. such a thing. Ray Stevens, he also had a couple of them. He was, like, That's a disturbing. <laughs> That's disturbing that that was a thing. <laughs> with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination reach out touch what was once just in your imagination. 989 the buzz. Good morning. What's this? Don't be shy. The new Wonka? It's alright. Opening up this week. If you feel a little trepidation. Timothy no. Chalamet, the new Wonka. Sometimes these things I love this song. don't need. Now you hardly ever get excited about movie openings. Mm. You have no idea. Do you, are you, you really to... excited about this oh, one? Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Did you see the trailer at all by any chance? This is the I new have. Walker movie? I, uh, this is the one movie, and I wonder if anybody else feels the same way. There are so many versions of this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, Why this only... movie? It's kind of creepy. Wait, like, no. It gets creepier. Like, the Johnny Depp one was way too creepy. Uh, no, I didn't like that one. There's, there's only two versions, the, the Gene Wilder, the Johnny Depp, and now this one, which is the prequel, the young Willy Wonka going out and and becoming, you know, Wonka. Yeah, okay. I, okay, yeah. Wizard, uh, it feels like there's more. Was that it? There was only two? Yeah. Because you original. With Are you sure you're not missing one? I don't okay, think so. Yeah, I was... Your I gotta tell you, man, that's, I don't know, maybe it was a point in my life when I was a kid and anybody listening around my age, that was like a transformational, fantastical fantasy thing. Yeah. You know? And the golden ticket and the whole package. Oh my and gosh. Like, oh my God. And they had the Wonka bars out when I was a kid. They actually had the Wonka bars and they mm-hmm. actually had the golden ticket in them and people were buying them. I was like, blah, it was crazy. Yeah, when I was a when I was a kid, when it would come on, you know how it would come on TV every once in a while, whatever, mm-hmm. and you'd have to set the you know the the you have time. To wait for it. Yeah, you have like, to wait yeah, for it's it. like yeah. it's seven thirty yeah. on ABC or right. whatever. Yeah, right. Everybody would like, okay, we got to go home. We got to go watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Or right. Whatever. Yeah. Stop playing. Just go home. Uh, I, yeah, okay. I don't I don't know. Not excited? Uh, yeah, not that I'm not excited. No, I don't know if I will. Uh, I think I'll wait. That's, guy, a, that's a wait till it comes out on streaming. I think this is one of those where you got to see it on the big screen because it's, it's, mm. it's so grandiose and it's so um, whatever. I, I know the, the producers of Harry Potter and the guy that did Paddington the Bear movie. I mean, Are you going to say Kelly? Is this going to be Ellie's first might, movie? It might be. It might be. Oh, that means now. We, we know. still when have Scott to go see Wish. No, we still have to go see Wish. Oh, you yeah. haven't taken her to that yet? 
I haven't had Come a... Come on, Scott. I know. It's good life. You're dropping the ball. Hey, listen. I'm taking off after today, so we got a couple of weeks where we can get to the theater, and that'll be something that, that Dad and Ellie are going to do You know day. what they are doing? Uh, was it Mattel, I believe, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, because I heard that Mattel, because the Barbie movie was so stinking successful, mm-hmm. they are not now going to make um, like a Polly Pocket movie and an American <laughs> Girl doll movie. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. I don't think that'll work. Hi, the boss. Good Why? Why don't you think that it works? Hi, the boss. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday, Scott. And oh, Dave. hey, Ray. What's going on, man? Happy holiday. You get happy holidays. You got to remember that the first Willy Wonka of the seventies yeah. was done in the tripping age. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. the psychedelic area. No yeah. wonder why Scott likes this uh, movie so much. <laughs> and then, and then the second one was Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Let's dabble a little bit into his childhood with his father. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. Remember, remember, he was a kid that had the braces, and his father was a dentist. And wait, is that in the that, movie? That's the second one. That's that's the see, one that's why I never kind of got into. I don't know. I didn't see that. I, I didn't. I all saw yeah, bits yeah. and pieces it, it, of it. It dabbled back into his why he became the way he did, and he was always wanting for chocolate, and then he wanted something better, and he became a creator, and he was always kind of on the outs with his dad because his dad didn't like him having chocolates and candy because oh. cavities and stuff. His dad was a dentist. Okay. All right. Now oh, I know. See how messed up you can make your kid if you're a dentist and don't want, <laughs> don't want your kids having sweets? <laughs> the, okay, before we take a break, uh, another star of this movie is Hugh Grant, mm-hmm. and he plays the Oompa Loompa. Hugh Grant plays the Oompa Yeah, Oompa. they did like computer <laughs> graphics on him. So anyway. Oh my gosh. All right, Susanna and Sandy. I just love that freaking song. Yeah, Are, you singing, it? Are huh? you singing it too? Uh, okay, holiday tradition that is, uh, you think, very common and everybody does it. Mm-hmm. But then once you start telling people about your family tradition, you discover, nope, not everybody does it. It's pretty much just you. You got one eight one eight two eight nine nine. Yeah, give us a call eight one eight two eight nine nine. I don't think I'm trying to think. What? Oh come on, tell me you don't have one. Well, why? What you got one? Yes. What do you guys do? Did you? I is this that. a realization? Well, okay. So I was talking to someone at the station mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was just as a flipping comment said it, and they gave me they just paused, and it, it, they gave me a facial expression like they didn't know how to react, and I'm like, wait, am I the only? This is common, isn't it? And she goes, uh, no. What? So I don't know if it's an Italian thing, but every holiday, and I don't always partake in this, only when I was a kid I used to, but every holiday, my family brings, make sure they bring, and if they forget it, they'll go home, they'll drive home to get it, a Ziploc bag mm-hmm. of change. Okay. Because we play poker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why do you do Sandra Bones for that? Nothing says Christmas like visors, cigars, rolled up <laughs> arm sleeves with garters on them. <laughs> Not that kind of poker. It's the Italian way of poker. We don't wear visors. <laughs> Italians don't wear visors. We may roll up our sleeves. So I just thought it was, I mean, I don't poker? know. Cause wh- yeah. What else do you do? Right, like okay, you had Christmas dinner, you did, and now we're just all hanging out, and you need some form of entertainment. Oh well, so. there's nothing wrong with pin the tail on the Jesus, you know. Uh, get, I'm, no, there's no like. <laughs> Ever since I was a little kid, that's oh. all I know, and it was it was always the best time mm. of the night. We would get so excited uh-huh. because we would play, and you know, put it, 
Put in, uh, I raise you a quarter. You know what I mean? It's just uh, right. a bunch of change. But sometimes people could make good money. And my my uncle is intense with this. Old school <laughs> Italian. He's intense. He's not messing around. This is like legit poker playing. Is he a, like a regular weekly poker player? Like your your husband does poker once a week or something. Well, he? he does he it just to? to get together with the guys in the neighborhood. Oh, but okay. my uncle's like, he's like diehard. He's like on the computer yeah. all the time. He's a retired, oh, wow. you know, he's retired. He's old. He just spends his day on right, um, yeah, doing, doing that. Do you, do you, do you do know you have- of anybody who does it, Scotty? Is this, no. Do, okay, because I'm questioning if it's just an Italian thing or if this is just a... Do you have other Italian friend families that do it? Yeah. we oh, all. Really? I, I, it, that's why I thought it was so common growing really? up. Really? Because we all do it, but I don't I don't know. This right. could be just be... What's your weird holiday tradition, and do you guys play poker? We used to until everyone now is, like, deceased. But- <laughs> oh, my. Wow, that took a turn. That's an angle. <laughs> yeah. <Aww. laughs> yeah, Italian tradition poker. Wow. Poker. Christmas night poker. Christmas Eve yeah. poker. Wait, okay, so are you Italian? We have to establish that. Yeah. Okay, uh, I th- this might be an Italian thing. Did yeah. you grow up thinking it was completely normal and now discovering, now that we're talking about this on the air, that it might not be? Yeah. <laughs> no, I still thought it was normal. Yeah, I'd never <laughs> seen it. I've never died in, uh, in my life. Yeah, more than one table full of people. Yes. Man. Yes. The whole illegal gambling casino going yeah, on. Yeah, literally. I mean, I thought it was the coolest thing to play like AC Ducey when I was five. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Oh, Have a great gosh. one. Good holiday. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. You too. Bye. Hi, the Buzz. Good morning. Uh, poker in your life on Christmas? Oh, my God. We used to play Scat. Uh, it was like a card game. Yeah. And I can't remember how to play it, but oh my God, the, our family were Polish. Uh huh. And we, we would always uh, end up playing Scat. That was our game mm, as, yeah. after the holidays. Okay. Well, scat. It. I don't know so, Scat. I've never heard of it. I don't. I've heard of it. I don't know what it's doing. Okay. Do you, did you play for money? Did you bring your big Ziploc bag of change? <laughs> no, with no, no Ziploc and change. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> the Italian <laughs> side of it. Okay. It was, yeah. <laughs> Would you guys have to give it all back at the end and put it no! back in the Ziploc? No. And, and the adults were like, they weren't nice to the kids. I mean, if the kids lost all their money, they lost all their money. <laughs> it like, oh, I feel bad for you, kid. Uh-uh. That's funny. That's funny. Well, have a great weekend. Have a great holiday. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thank you. All right. Let's take another call here on the bus. Good morning, the bus. Hello. Good morning. Good Jeff Tysaac calling in. How you doing? Oh, Jeff Tysaac. What's up? RPO Pops, conductor. What's going on, man? How are you? Well, busy week with the concerts, with the Festival High School Chorale and the orchestra. We had our first concert last night. It was amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. You guys got holiday yeah. traditions other than this? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when I was a kid, my mother said, hey, we're going to Midnight Mass. And I'm going, what? <laughs> Oh yeah, we're going to midnight mass, you know. So, and it was in Latin. So oh. five minutes, five minutes in, I'm asleep. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah, midnight mass. I forgot about so, that one. Yeah, you- if we had played poker, I, w- I would have lost. So we didn't. <laughs> So wait, is this an Italian thing then? This poker thing? It might be it just for the money. Be. For the money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where did you grow up, Jeff? Did you grow up here? No, I grew up in Hyde Park, New York. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, okay. The city. And I came here to go to the Eastman School in 1969, so I've, I've been here. 
and pretty much most of my and you've never left right wait a minute how about what? that what full mass and all latin yeah man it was legit oh yeah yeah you couldn't understand the only thing you could understand was when they told the uh, stories from the gospel you know you could because that was in english everything else i'm sitting there just mouthing words i have no idea what they mean <laughs> okay <laughs> you weren't the only one sleeping i guarantee there was a whole bunch of other people sleeping during that oh man yeah, and I always liked it sometimes how the parents would drop the kids off to go to church, and then they would leave and come back and pick you up. I'm right. like, wait a second. Oh, wait a minute. They wouldn't stay? No, they wouldn't You know why? Because you need church. We don't. Yeah, they because they, as children, they're like, okay, we had to go through this, and now you're going to have to go through this. It's a rite of passage. Well, I remember one time one of my uncles told me a story. He went to confession, and he's, he's in there, you know, and the priest says, can I have your phone number, please? <laughs> I need to call your parents. You know? Oh, man. Oh, my God, that's Funny. I love this. So you know, I, now you've this is your thirtieth year with the RPO, isn't it? Yeah, it is thirty oh. years. I know it seems like it seems like thirty years. I have it to seems. Say. <laughs> yeah. And this is the third because this... it's you know it's a busy time and we do a lot of concerts and it's great. It's yeah. incredible for the community. But for twenty nine of those thirty years, we've done this holiday concert where we have these. Uh, 200 voices. Uh, this year, I think we're about 150. These kids from 36 different schools in seven counties, they all come together. Uh. And they just sound amazing. And we have two youth soloists, Rebecca mm -hmm. Lee and Alina Ying from the uh, Rochester Youth Philharmonic. Wow. It's a phenomenal concert. It always is. People love it. I mean, some people, the only RPO concert they come to uh, in a year is, is just this one. Yeah. Now, this yeah. is all how, like, you're going to play in, like, White Christmas and Sleigh Ride and Hark the Herald and some of your own compositions, you know, like, twisted into cool stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And we have a Hanukkah suite that we've been doing for years. And, and, uh, yeah, sing along. The audience gets to sing with us. If you've ever wanted to sing with the RPO, this is your chance. Oh, that's uh, yeah. so cool. This is fun. This is festive. We, and this is going on all this weekend, right? The, yeah. Yeah. The Arkham Monroe had their uh, annual charity event not too long ago. And part of it was if you go to the Arkham Monroe's charity event, then you also, a toast to the Ark, then you, we all went to the RPO after. Nice. And so my daughter, my 14-year-old, came with me. And uh, when we walked in, she was like, whoa, are we in Rochester? I'm like, oh, God, I've sheltered my kid way too much. And then she's watching her performance. She's like, this is amazing. I'm yeah. like, oh, God, child, yeah. please don't talk so loud. You <laughs> yeah. awesome. I also amazed. wanted to tell you that, that? on uh, January 5th and 6th, we're doing a concert called Let's Groove Motown Meets the Philly Sound. So oh. it's all, you know, people didn't realize, you know, they thought, oh, Motown, you know, Marvin Gaye and, yeah, uh, Diana Ross, but at the same time, it was Little Anthony, the Imperials, and the Spinners, and the OJs. So we're yeah. doing a, that kind of a concert, and one of our featured vocalists is young, incredible singer Ashley J, who sang with Prince, oh. and uh, Chester Gregory, who who did uh, he was Barry Gordy on Motown the Musical. So we yes. have incredible stars. It's going to be a phenomenal show. Okay, so. that's coming up in January. All right, so once we get back from the holidays, we'll, maybe we'll touch base again real quick. But the Gala Holiday Pops, RPO, your Rochester Philharmonic with Jeff Tyzik. You guys are uh, tonight, right? Tomorrow, you got all weekend long, right? Yeah, tonight, uh, matinee, Saturday, Saturday at night concert, and then Sunday matinee. 
All so right, we'll look forward great. to seeing it. It's going to be, this is one of the best we've ever done. So I hope people yeah. will come out. I think it's doing really well, but I think you can still get to it. Absolutely. With over awesome. two, almost 200 kids in the background with the chorus and the whole Rochester Philharmonic, go to rpo.org. I'll give you a plug there. Go for it. Uh, hey, Jeff, awesome. happy holidays Thank to you. your family. Appreciate you talking. So great to talk to you so early in the morning. I, I love know, it. exactly. And thanks for listening into the buzz. Appreciate it. Have a good a good time and, and uh, break a leg this weekend or a baton. Can you say something I, in Latin I, before <laughs> can you say something in Latin I, before you leave us? Uh, et, cum, et cum spiritu to all. Okay, okay I remember yeah. that one. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> thanks. If I break a leg, you're conducting. Okay, deal. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I'll call Bradley Cooper. We'll go from there. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> Take care. Good. Bye. Jeff Tysak, RPO, man. Thanks. It's 714 on 98.9 to Buzz. Fiziano and Sandy. CBS Morning. CBS Business Analyst Jill Schlesinger yeah. is coming on the air with us. We go big time. We got Jeff Tysak, Jill Schlesinger. Bill's Mafia for- Ken. Oh, yeah. Okay. Come yeah, on. Clump, clump him right in there. All He's right. big time. But- Understanding your money. Understanding your money. With CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Okay, yay! Jill is on the radio. Good morning, Jill. Happy holidays to you. Happy Hanukkah. Happy everything. And uh, here we are, one more time. Good morning. One more time. One more time. Okay, I'm, I'm really. I feel like I have to say pretty weird because I don't know about you guys, but I feel a tiny bit like how did this happen so quickly? Yeah. Like where. How, how are we here already? Because <laughs> it's totally snuck up on me. I'm like, well, how am I like such a, a like dope that I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. It's like it's like holidays. And I have to like cook for the entire family. And yeah. like, what am I doing? And, and it's the middle of the month. And I'm like totally incapacitated. Totally right crunch now. time. And it's also the weather. I mean, right today it's going to be like 52 and sunny. It doesn't feel like the holiday. Yeah, it is insanity, yeah, right? You're yeah. Right. yeah. Well, I'm absolutely. so glad you're back on with us. Thank you so much. And uh, as we kick Always off the weekend to today, you. Uh, you know, we come to think about the end of the year and what we can do to, to kind of crunch things in as far as mm. our finances and money and stuff like that. And, and that brings to mind yeah. the resolutions. Yeah, I mean, so look, I mean, first of all, one quick question about mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. like, are you the kind of people who like to have resolutions? Mm-hmm. Is that what you guys like or not? Like, it's just, it's like a personality thing. It's interesting right, to me. Right, I'm not- Nah, I don't do it. Scott uh, Scott do doesn't it? want to disappoint himself and everybody else, so that's why he doesn't. That, yeah, I, I feel like I, I'll let myself down. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. like, why, oh, why set myself boy. up for failure? That's- exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's me. Well, uh, you know, a lot of people do this mostly um, in, to to really kind of like reboot, re, restart, re-energize. And there, I, I interviewed a guy some years ago, and uh, his name is Dan Pink. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's really super smart dude. And one of the things that's fascinating to me is he said the reason why we're all like very obsessed with making a resolution is because we're sort of like we're temporal as, mm. a, as a species. Like mm. humans like time they mm-hmm. mark time yeah and as a result that is kind of where you know sort of where where things shake out for us so we turn a page we start the week you know you have a terrible mm-hmm. week you binge over the weekend you're like ah, i'm gonna be better next time right and i think that the most important thing that you can do is kind of be nice to yourself and say hey you know what sometimes i'm not i'm gonna get it right sometimes i'm not gonna get it right so I think that for a lot of people with resolutions, what's nice to do is to say like, hey, you know what, I, for, for today, I'm just going to try to do a little bit better. But other people need very specific 
goals. Mm. And I'm into like specific and measurable and achievable, like those kinds of things. So I don't say, oh, I make $50,000 a year and I want to have make a million dollars a year next year. That mm-hmm. doesn't seem reasonable to right, me. Right. But when you say, um, I make 50 grand a year, I've got some debt. Is there a way I can pay off some of my debt? Or I'm looking to try to improve the way that I manage my finances. What's the best way to do that? Maybe I will get one of those apps. Maybe I will start to like be more responsible about the way I manage my money. And do something that is small steps small, small steps and something that you really is, is achievable because you don't need to set up a goal that is completely unachievable and then feel bad about yourself for Mm. doing that. So, you know, even if it's like, Hey, you know what? I have a tiny bit of cash left over a little bit of cash flow. Geez, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put money into a retirement account Mm -hmm. just a little bit. I'm going to capture the match, but those are the kinds of things that are Pretty easy to do automatically, and that's the kind of um, goal I like. Where I don't have to do it; like I just want to set it up. You know what I did just um, a couple of weeks ago? Actually, a little bit before Thanksgiving, I've had the Acorns app. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Yes, of course. For the little roundup. Yeah, with the with the little roundup. So if you spend uh, you know seventy five cents, it'll round it up to a dollar. Right. And it'll invest and that. Then you suck- yeah. So where's that money right now? How much do you have? A lot? Did you blow it already? Oh, no. I haven't I touched it. Ah. Haven't t- but I, you a jackpocket, also- which he loves to talk about. Uh, I love jackpocket, which is the <laughs> online uh, lottery. And, and by the way, uh, Powerball is $553 million. Okay. But what I did You're is- probably going to win. You're right. <laughs> Thank you, Jill said. No, so what I did is I was contributing 10 bucks a week, automatic deduction, yeah. and you don't see it, whatever. I upped it to 25 and yeah. it's been since before Thanksgiving, and I haven't noticed anything. And I think if people can really take that difference, make that difference, you think it's going to, you're going to feel that 25, but you really just end up not. Now you have been on this acorn. Like I remember you talking about it like years ago, good 10 years ago, like a long time ago. Yeah. It's been a while. So have you built up a lot of wealth with it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's Well, not just say wealth. How about wealth? Yeah. Yeah. Money, money. Sorry. not going to happen in uh, 25 cents at a time. No. Yeah. How much money is socked away there? There's, uh, since I've been doing it, this, it's probably been six years. I probably have about six or seven grand in there. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. But that's, it's a funny thing, like what we adapt to also. So um, I was talking to somebody uh, earlier in this year, and they got a new job, and the job had a match to their retirement account. Mm. And they didn't used to, you know, previously they didn't have a match. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have a new plan. And they'll say, well, you know, I've never had a match before. I've just always put, you know, the money into an IRA account, right? I've just put in whatever is allowed for my IRA. Now I'm going to use this. Okay. So instead of putting like, which essentially was like 10% of uh, his income Uh into an IRA. So the limit this year was 6,500. It's going to be 7,000. And I said, well, why don't you do this? Like you're going to try to do 6,500 in your IRA. Why don't you just do... Seventy five hundred, mm-hmm. and then there'll be a match. And the dude writes me back, and he's like, "I did better than that. I put money in, and there was a match. And then in the middle of the year, I got a tiny little um, cost of living increase with everybody uh-huh. in the company." Right. Said he saved an extra three thousand dollars this year. He said, "I totally didn't notice it because wow. it happened automatically." Wow. So the automatic nature yeah. of these plans is huge. And also, listen, if you're thinking forward, if you're like 
what what should really be like the top of my goals for 2024? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make a push to be a complete nudge. I'm a nudge. It's <laughs> okay. true. I love you. <laughs> the nudge is this. Okay, gang, can you all do your estate planning? Please. Can you just get this done? This should be the number one thing that you try to accomplish for 2024. Really? Even if you think I have no, I have no uh, money and then you have stuff. And if something happens to you, someone has to make a decision on your behalf. You, and I don't care if you do it online. I don't care if, uh, you know, you say, Oh no, I, I really must have a lawyer do it. I very, whatever it is, mm-hmm. please do that as your number one task for 2024, because it is one of those strange situations where if you don't do it, it is such a pain in the neck for your heirs. It is so hard for them to, to kind of work through this. And I'm dealing with this myself. I've been the executor on a few different estates. Mm -hmm. And if you wait till something bad happens, chances are you're not going to make a great decision. Right. You're just not. Yeah. So can we please do this? Please, please. I'm begging. Gosh, do you hear me? You, I'm, I'm whining and I, begging I, at I, the same fr- time. And it's, it's also, consider it a gift for your family that they don't, all they have to do is unwrap it. And they don't have to, like, they don't have to sit there and drive across the country for it. They don't have to, you yeah, know, lose you know sleep over I, it. No kidding. And by the way, I was talking to somebody on the show recently and they were like, I was like, you have your estate planning? Oh, yeah. And I said, well, how old are your kids? Uh, 21 and 24. Uh I said, when's the last time you looked at that estate plan? Mm. Is there guardianship in your estate plan? Because they're no longer in need of guardians. And then I I asked the next question. Do you want each of those kids to get all of your money outright if something happened to you right now? Now, that's an interesting question for a 21-year-old or a 24-year-old. I mean, Sandy, your kids would probably, like, take it and, you know, invest it and become millionaires. But, you know, <laughs> you have to make, you have to make I'll choices. I'll haunt them if they don't. <laughs> I mean, but really, you have to make choices about this, and you have to be clear about who are these people, who are these children, who's going to, you know. And I'm not into, I don't know, Sandy, I don't wonder if you how you feel about this, but, like, I don't think you have to treat your kids equally. Meaning, oh, that's totally it, not me. I'm totally uh, split down oh, the no. middle, right to the penny. They equal. are to the penny. It's right. bizarre. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, what if they're really in different circumstances? Mm. In other words, let's say you're older, you've got money. One of your children is, you know, like an awesome school teacher, mm-hmm. um, you know, makes $60,000 a year, happy, doing doing her thing. Now you have a son who went out and is like a tech person is making five times what your your other kid is making mm-hmm. totally on the road and like do you want to split it equally yes. i'm not saying what you should really? do because, okay cause, really? because there I are would. a lot of people there are like i have i was just out with a friend of mine who's like a multi-millionaire oh. like literally gazillionaire uh-huh. and he said i don't believe in splitting i he goes i feel like i should be equitable but not equal yeah. Meaning oh. he is very clear that some of his children need money more than others. And mm-hmm. he has adjusted his, um, his will and his estate planning to reflect that. He's mm-hmm. like, why should my one child be punished? Because, you know, she chose a, a, a field that is much lower paying. Mm-hmm. I said, well, why should the one be punished who makes more? He goes, well, I was just going to say that. But, yeah, right. but he said, you know. So, you know, he, but I, I push back and he's like, nope, equitable, not equal. I thought that was interesting. That's a good, I just think it's like yeah. an interesting concept. Yeah. 
It totally makes sense. Nope, still can't buy into it. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. No, because that's oh going to build resentment. I would be ticked off. I worked really hard to get to where I am, so I'm making a little bit more than my sisters. Now, I, you're punishing me. I a see it as, A little bit like, more compared to five times more. Yeah, you should well, be if, right. uh, loving and giving enough scale. to understand that your sister needs it more than you do. Well, then I will right. help my sister out, but gosh, teachers make pretty damn good pensions and medical. It, it, it washes. Oh my God, you're so cruel. Isn't you're she? a cruel, cruel <laughs> woman. You really. No, I'm just Listen. kidding. I mean, it's a very, it's a different kind of perspective. It really is, you know? And, you know, what if you had one child who has, you know, needs that, like, let's, I have um, a friend. She has mm-hmm. a special needs. Two, two kids, one mm-hmm. special needs. Uh-huh. So she set up a situation where she's leaving more money for the special needs kid. Right. Okay, I agree with that. Clear, I agree with that. Like, I have, that kid's going to need help. And also, you know, yeah, frankly, if you split it equal, equal, do you really want to burden the one who's making more money with the concept that that kid has to take care of the lower earner? Mm, do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like, there's a certain burden that comes with that, that we're, you know, where we are as, you know, you say, oh, okay, well, if I, uh, it's equal. I don't want to make a choice. And if uh, you get the money and your sister's a bust out, then what is it? You have to take care of her? That seems I, like a burden also. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm putting it out there, guys. Okay, I am you, not one of these people who, I'm not making the judgment. Here's, I'm putting it out there as a thought bubble. Okay, gotcha. Here's what I say. You're going to be dead, so okay. it doesn't matter. You're going to be dead. So I'll be like, oh, figure it out, guys. <laughs> but how do you feel about people like really being like, how dare they? You know, I mean, that's a, like, I mean, people say to me like, why should I do my estate plan? And I'll be dead. Right. Because you know what? It's a hot mess. You don't want to make a hot mess for the people yeah, who you, you want, come after you. We, you well, want I your kids to them. not hate you after you die. Well, it doesn't matter if they yeah. do or not. They hate me now. I, I'm going to leave you equal and then I'm dead. Oh my yeah. God. You are such a hard ass. But I see, <laughs> I see your side. I see Sandy's side. No, not as much, I do but too. I, it's not like even a side, but like I get, yeah. I, I just want to make sure we have conversations like this. You yeah. see how weird it is though? Yeah. Like you get into the conversation and it becomes difficult and then all of a sudden you're like, ugh, I don't want to deal with it. Right. Boom, you're done. Right. And that's what I really want to try to avoid for okay. everybody. Thank you, right? Jill. Thank you. Right. And I love I, you both. I love you too. And Mary, and I love working with you. Hey, thank you so much. Can I just say thank you so much for the wonderful sympathy card you sent for my wife and I for our little puppy that oh. passed last week. You're, you're a sweetheart. You're very special to me. We really appreciate oh, it. I mean, you guys are wonderful and you're so much fun to work with. I love, love, love you guys. And I love the uh, I love the Rochester audience. You've been so kind to me. So I really appreciate that. You and Jackie have a great holiday and we'll talk to you after the first of the year, okay? Take care, guys. Okay, bye, Jill. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Jill Schlesinger, CBS News. Check her website at jillonmoney.com. The bills make me want to Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and Oh, shout. boy. Okay. Here it is. 99 to Buzz. Pisano and Sandy. Uh, Scott's Pisano, Sandy Waters, our 8 o'clock hour. We're going to kick off the weekend just a bit. And uh, nice sunrise and 52 degrees. Ken, Bill's Mafia is on, ready to go. Hi, buddy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Ken, were you listening earlier this morning when we were talking about how we had Jeff Tyzik on the air with us? We went big time. We had Jill Schlesinger on the air with us. We went big time. And then Scotty clumped you in that group. Yeah. I heard that. I'm going to try my best to be big time. Yeah, yeah, you are big time. You are big time. You're season ticket holder. How many years now? I don't even know. I'm not going to lie. It's over 20. Over 20. Ask nice. his wife. He, she knows. <laughs> when she looks at the statement. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, uh, 
the Fairport Caitlin Affleck, Caitlin, you know, who's from Texas. Yeah. Remember, she yeah, went yeah. down to Texas over Thanksgiving, all this stuff. Uh, she she called in. She's like, uh, go go Cowboys. I'm like, ooh, you're the <gasps> only one. Caitlin. <laughs> but she said she's going to the game. I said, look for Kendall's Mafia, and you guys can uh, connect. And then uh, Ken doesn't want to connect with her. It at the doesn't game. matter who you like. You're all part of the Buzz fam. You're all good. Can you, know. you do that? Can you intermingle? Can you hang out with uh, I mean, someone? I, I, I typically bring all my friends who are fans of the opposite team whenever we're playing them. <laughs> Do oh, you really? Okay. All right. <laughs> because you are a masochist. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, so... Can you, because I am, uh, I, mm. I, I'm not going to even pretend I know what's happening. If they lose this game, that's it, they're done, or they still no. have a chance? No, I mean, I, I feel like they can lose this game and still win the division. Really? Oh, yeah, because okay. the Dolphins have Murderer Row ahead. Yes, they so, do. I mean, we're two games behind right now. So theoretically, if the Bills lose this weekend and the Dolphins go ahead and win, then the Dolphins have the Cowboys next, mm. and then they have the Ravens after that, and then mm. they have the Bills. And it, with that last game of the season, could still be for the AFC East Championship, even if the Bills okay. lose on Sunday. How about the Raiders? Was it last night? Oh, what the they, heck? They, the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders. Okay, um, they scored the most points ever in a football game for their team. So was it like 63 to 21 yeah. or something like that? Yeah, I mean, they, they had the ball gift-wrapped and handed to them on the opposite side of the 50-yard line so. over and over and over again, too. But, man. but last week, what was their score? Do you remember? The zero. They scored nothing last week. <laughs> yeah, they lost the worst, most boring game of the season, three to nothing last week. Right, and then last night on Thursday Night Football, it was a All right, so okay, let's go. Any given Sunday, I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for Bills trivia. Here we go. <sighs> Here we go. So the last time the Bills and the Cowboys met up was on Thanksgiving in 2019. Oh, okay. Uh, that game was played in Dallas. And just before halftime, the Bills took the lead for good on a trick play. The Bills' speedy, field-stretching wide receiver, whose nickname was Smoke, threw a touchdown pass to Devin Singletary from 28 yards out. Who was that wide receiver? And I got multiple choice for you. Oh, God, thank you. (laughs) And I did give you his nickname already, so come on. Okay, Uh, yeah, you did. Now, the last time (laughs) I saw the Cowboys and the Bills was in Pasadena at a Super Bowl. I'm not sure if wow. it was 27 or 28. Yeah, rub that in. I remember that. Oh, that. oh, he totally <laughs> said that just to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish that statement yeah. where Michael Jackson played. Yeah, he's a show off. Yeah, Michael Jackson was halftime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how he's trying to show off, off, act like he know. yeah. <laughs> okay, so your multiple choice. Uh, Marquise Goodwin. <laughs> Marcus Goodwin. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. John Brown. Mm-hmm. Eric Mould. Or Robert Woods. Oh! Cole Beasley. <laughs> no. Oh. Come on, I'll give you his nickname. Uh. <laughs> Smoke. Uh, wait, say it again. Cole Be- Who else? Uh, Marquise Goodwin, mm-hmm. John Brown, mm-hmm. Eric Moult, mm-hmm. or Robert Woods. Eric Moult. <laughs> no. Oh, my oh, I thought it right. Smoke. Smoke, Moult, Smoke. Okay. Uh, John Brown. Yes. I knew that. Uh, <laughs> yes. a charm. Uh, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs>
I just remember my wife. Recent had, history is like recent. He was back with us like the year before last. I know, but then he's he's not even. He's, yeah, but I just remember Cole Beasley from that year because my wife loved him. She had him in her fantasy. Football, that is. <laughs> Maybe your wife should play this trivia question. Uh, Bills Cowboys have the most bizarre history of playing games together. This weekend may be no different, so it ought to be a good one, right? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a really, really good one, actually. Cowboys defense is, is right on par with Buffalo's. Their offense is right on par. I mean, this is this is... Two great offenses, two great defenses going at it. All right, going to give us a prediction? Yeah, uh, I got 30 to 27. Buffalo? Oh, that's tight. Yeah! Well, of course, he can't say the other. Well, you always know, can. The Bills make me wanna. <laughs> Ken, happy holiday, man. Go Bills. Happy holiday. Go Bills. Thank you for being a good friend all year long for the last couple of years, and we wish you and your family a great holiday. I know. We have to recognize that probably takes a lot of effort to put together those trivia questions. They're so detailed and so specific. We appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you guys letting me do it. It's so much fun. You guys play poker on uh, Christmas? We do. (laughs) (laughs) He's not Italian. Hey, how you doing? What Sandy's dumbfounded? Maybe it is. Well, I think I, I think I feel more closer to Ken now. You said nobody else does it. I think I think, I think you are the. I know you're probably right. I'm the weird one. Ken, thanks, man. Have a great holiday to you and your family. Absolutely, you too. Okay, bye, buddy. Ninety-eight nine to Buzz. Pizzano, Sandy, James Whitaker. The best thing you can get for a morning like this. We need you sometimes more than ever. Not all heroes wear capes. Here I am, ready to go. <laughs> you shouldn't be wearing a cape. Hold on a second. We're going to manufacture a cape for you. Win the day cape. Coming yes. soon. Yes, right. I think you should. Oh, that's a good tchotchke to hand out. Is a Christmas gift possibly? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> and get you a pair of leotards. It'll be awesome. I have a four-year-old and an almost two-year-old, so mm-hmm. I'm up for the craziest, most random things of all time. But along, along, and I'll wear anything. And, I, and believe me, I have in the last four years. <laughs> My daughter loves dressing me up. Aww. So now, you know, in the gift-giving season, there mm-hmm. is so much just worthless crap that just gets bought and gifted. Yeah, and it drives true. it drives me nuts. You see yeah. these things, and you give these things, and we're just trapped in this cycle of consumerism and and what are we doing here? So what I think the best thing to do right now is write a list of all of the people who have made an impact on your life in the last 12 months and get a card or a handwritten note or a holiday card, whatever you want to do, and just write down a handwritten note to express your gratitude for that person and the role they have played in your life in the last 12 months. It won't cost you a cent. And I mm. guarantee you that will mean 100 times more to them yeah. than some crappy thing that mm-hmm. you bought off the millions of uh, online right. sites. Or the bottle of wine, the bottle of booze, right? That's the easy yeah. go-to thing. Yeah. You know, I, right. I, I once I once bought a bottle of wine to say thank you to a mm-hmm. uh, to a couple for hosting me. Let me stay at the house. We got along really well. Mm-hmm. Turns out they met an AA. They were recovering <gasps> alcoholics. Oh, oh my God, I James. A bottle of wine in the house. I almost uh, destroyed the, the 12 uh, years they'd built up together. So yes, oh, a bottle of wine is not always the amazing thing we think it is. Right. Hey. A handwritten card would have been much better. <laughs> okay, so now here's the question, because this is kind of the same thing. You know when you get the the holiday cards from friends and family and whatever, and that is so sweet to attach this to it. Do you throw out the cards, the pictures? You know when you get the, the photograph of the family? Happy holidays. Oh, the, the holiday photo? Yeah. Yes. It's- At the end, when you're cleaning up the house of all Christmas stuff, what do you do with that card? Be honest now. 
26th of January, straight in the bin. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not brutal. I was joking. I was joking. No, the- are you? You keep, keep every single card? No, absolutely not. No, they, they all end up in the in the trash eventually. Yeah. 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 What oh about you, Sandy? She can't throw them away. Sandy I can't. Cannot throw them away. I even punch holes in them and I make them into, like I tie ribbon around and like make it its own little book. I don't know why. Like I'm not going to do anything with it. Half of the people I don't even talk to anymore, but I feel so bad throwing it out in the garbage. I'm picturing some type of uh, gift holiday card museum that you have seen. We can set up, we can charge people admission for, or maybe you could return some of that money back to the people you know, who it's funny. played a role in sending the cards out. I almost think that she thinks a part of their soul lives in that photograph. And if I you throw the photograph away, right? I can't, I can't bring myself to throw a cute little family picture in the garbage and then coffee grounds on top of it. I don't know. It's like- Put on some evil music in the background. Have a have an evil laugh as you throw it in the trash. Have That's right. Anyhow, okay, so the handwritten note that you sent to people, definitely, who knows if it'll make it into the trash or not, but whatever. Game changer. True. Even if it yeah. does eventually, it's a bit like that Maya Angelou quote, they will never forget how you made them feel. That's what ah. we're trying to do here. We're trying to strengthen right. that friendship as much as we can. Yeah, that's okay. great. James, thank you for being our friend and happy holidays to you. And, I'm not and, sending uh, you a card, by the way, James. I'm saving my money. I'll <laughs> see your address on the back, Sandy, straight in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Win the day podcast. James Whitaker, thanks so much, man. Check him out online. Follow James Whitaker, too. James Witt, right? W-H-I-T-T. People think I'm actually James Witt rather than James Whitaker because of my social media handles. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mr. Witt. Thanks for talking with us. We'll see you next time. <laughs> thanks, guys. Oh, boy. That time of day again. That time of week again. It's Friday, and it's time to kick off the weekend. Yay! Well, here on Spazano and Sandy, we want to bring on one of our friends one more time before the end of the year. Joanne Ryan from the Ronald McDonald House Charities. Good morning, Joanne. How are you? Good morning, Scott and Sandy. I am very well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready for the holiday? Are you ready? You know, we're getting, we're getting there. We've still got, what, 12 days left? 14, something like, 15, something, something something like, like that. that. We're something good. Like that. We're good. I kind of have a feeling you're going to totally spoil those grandbabies of yours. Uh, already underway. Yes, you <laughs> nailed that one. <laughs> Is everyone coming over to your house or are you uh, traveling? We do the eve. Um, everyone comes here, and then on the day, we make our little pit stops around to see everyone because their home cut Santa comes. So, oh yeah, yeah. Nice. early in the morning. Uh, do you wait? Do you watch them open their well, gifts? Or no, what? we let them have okay, that okay. their little family time, but then we go and enjoy the madness. It's yeah, just amazing, exactly, so, and the food. Oh, good. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yeah, I'm still trying to get a final head count for uh, Christmas dinner. My, uh, oh, you are wait. Yeah. You are still. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure okay. out. Okay, we've been through this before. Every holiday that you're hosting, it's like the last minute you find out how many people are showing up. You know, my wife's like, if they say yes and they don't show up, then they're in trouble. If they don't, if they say no and they show up, then no food for them. I'm like, ooh, wow, oh wow, wow. okay, harsh. I like okay, to one leave it final, open door, you know. One final question before we get to the Ronald McDonald House Charities and how beautiful you guys are and how grateful Aww. we are to have you in our community. I know, Thank Joanne, you. you... Okay, it's Joanne Ryan, but mm-hmm. you do have a lot of Italian in you. Oh, my gosh. I am 100% Italian. Mm-hmm. My maiden name is Palermo. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Nice. So I kind of feel like you're going to be on my side with this one. Save, <laughs> save the tissue paper in gift bags, yes or no? Yes. Yes! <laughs> Every year, 
my kids make fun of me. But I will flatten out that tissue paper and save it like it's new. It's got little chunks taken out of it where the tape was. Oh my God, funny. Well, you know, in our family, because there's so many little ones, there mm-hmm. are four under the age of seven. The tissue paper barely gets touched. It's just thrown. So yeah, it's like, right. Yes. Yeah. It's brand new. Okay. And you're, right. you're flying like into third base trying to catch it before it. Absolutely. Five <laughs> uh, second rule. What's end of year like for the Ronald McDonald House Charities? What's going on with you guys? Well, thank you for this opportunity. Mm. You know, we, we know that our mission is so important and it is very powerful. And this time of year is incredibly stressful for families, especially mm. when they have a critically ill or injured child. And, you know, we, yeah. we love all the planning and the holiday festivity, but when your child is sick, the world stops. Yeah. Oh, God. And we yeah. know that. Yeah. And so our job, especially this time of year, is to make sure we create a space where they can be where they are in the moment. Mm. And if it's a good day, we celebrate that with them. And if it's not a good day, we hold them up. Mm. So our job is to put our arms around our families while their children are receiving state-of-the-art pediatric care. So end of the year is really bittersweet. You know, we know on any given moment, sometimes in the same minute, we are helping a family through something that is very devastating and at the same time celebrating a little miracle. So... yeah, right in that right in that spot of where we meet them where they are. I I'm sure that you try to um you know try to have as many uh, as as much vacancy as possible around the holidays, but that's not always what happens, possible. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know the the hospitals are great; they send as many families as they can home mm-hmm. to have as much of a normal holiday as possible. But you're right; um, we have families that stay with us through the whole holiday season, oh. and you know for them, it's wake up one foot in front of the other and get through the day. Right. Um, We we have to recognize, I'm sorry, we have to recognize you guys, your staff who works during the holidays and has to be the rock for these families. They really are, Sandy. You know, I'm incredibly blessed to work with such amazing talent and they all have huge hearts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they will, they will watch for things and um, step in when need be. It's a beautiful balance of not being intrusive, but being anticipatory. Mm -hmm. So you kind of know when a family, you know, doesn't look like they ate today. What can we do for them? Mm. Or maybe they haven't had a chance to do laundry. We'll do it for them. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, transport back and forth has been really tough because it's just been one of those things that they have, you know, they're working on a different schedule. Our staff drive them over to the hospital. Oh, so yeah. it really, we want to clear all barriers so that they stay focused on their child and what little energy they have, you know, is right there for them when they need it most. What can we do to help? Oh, well, this is amazing. You know, helping the community better understand what we do, mm-hmm. how powerful our mission can be. And, of course, this is the time of year when folks are thinking about end-of-year giving. And yeah. uh, we really hope that they will consider Ronald McDonald House Charities here in Rochester. Absolutely. It was, where can we go to donate? Um, right to our website, um, or they can send it directly to the Westmoreland address, 333 Westmoreland Drive. And that is one four six two zero. Can we still get a happy meal and have a chunk go to you guys? Absolutely. Thank you for, yes, <laughs> we can round up December. We have an, an outright a roundup campaign. Mm-hmm. So as you're driving through McDonald's or going into their lobbies, please, please, please uh, round up your order. That money comes right back to our chapter here in Rochester. There are 45 stores in our region. So you can go anywhere within this area and have a chance to support a Ronald McDonald family. Oh, that's so awesome. Joanne, it's I'm, it's so great to have you out front and to get the word out. You're so succinct and you, you get right to exactly what it does, what you guys do, and how you help the community. I really appreciate it. 
Well, we appreciate you guys. You really are fabulous champions of Ronald McDonald House, and uh, we are fortunate to have you as community partners. So thank you both so much. Oh, we're such plain chipmunks. I love this. Now, <laughs> now it's time Now it's time for our uh, rock trivia, Rochester trivia. Okay, are you ready? Quickly, okay. tell trivia. Yep, yep. Quickly, who's telling trivia? I'm sorry. Uh, so here, you, you have to answer this question. It all has to do with our history in Rochester. Okay. He authored a very important document. He was born in 1855. In Mount Morris, graduated from University of Rochester and the Rochester Theological Seminary. He served as a Baptist minister he, and was a magazine writer when he composed this famous document back in 1892. And his name was Francis Bellamy. What document is ingrained into our brains that this guy locally created? Mm, boy, I thought it was a tissue paper question. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you an, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Every single morning when you went to school is another hint. This cool. this thing happened. Well, we a pledge of allegiance. <laughs> That's right. You wrote the pledge yes! of allegiance. We got a winner, winner, That's winner. That's a pretty nice hint. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Ah, good hint. It. Very good hint. Thank hey. you, Scott. <laughs> Softball, baby. Softball. Here we go. <laughs> it's another rock and roll weekend. <laughs> Let's kick it off. You ready? Weekend Get it done by Friday. Live in for the weekend. Uh, kicking off the weekend in your community is sponsored by Quickly's Convenience Stores. And you have to download the My Go Local app. You can do it online, too, uh, or in the store. But it'll save you $0.07 cents a gallon nice. every time you fill up. Plus, you you know rack up points, and then you can uh, earn a, a nice rewards with the Quickly's My Go Local app. There you go. Joanne Ryan, Ronald McDonald Charities. What's the website to go donate and help out? RMHCRochester.org. All right. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to kick off the weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't just listen at home or in the car. We sound great at work, too. The Breakfast Buzz with Spazano and Sandy on 98.9 The Buzz. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.